dad. What is going on, fellow parentals, or anybody that is joining me for this evening? Happy Wednesday. I hope you're having an amazing morning so far, or whenever you're listening to this podcast. Now, I have to clear the air, because this is a podcast that gets published every week. And last week, there was just no episode. And I have to apologize, but I also have to say why. So this episode is actually just taking advantage of unexpected situations. And I'm going to be hearkening back to a couple topics that I've talked about before. But before I dive in, I just want to give an idea of where last week was. At the point of this recording, I do not do batched recordings yet. It's something that I've been interested in doing, but I just can't get around to it. I can't wrap my head around it. I am motivated by doing things a little bit before the deadline that they are meant to be set for. That's just part of my motivation. In university, I would always write my papers very much not well in advance. I would do it with the perfect amount of time for it to be a good essay or a good project before I needed to hand it in. That's kind of the same way with the podcasts. I'm still looking for a way to push myself into having a backlog so I can have that little bit of freedom while still consistently publishing. Where was I last week? Well, I'll tell you. I was in Calgary. I live in Ontario. Family lives in Ontario, our little house here. And my wife, for her job, she had a trip to go to Calgary. I supported her and I said, go ahead go take care, have fun as best you can. I know it's a work trip and I'll take care of the dog and I'll just mill about the house and continue on with everything that I already do. She said, no, you should join me. At first I thought, no, but then I thought again and I said, yeah, that's a no brainer because it's a work trip. A lot of it is paid by the company. So in essence, it's almost a free vacation, a free vacation and a half because my wife is going and she has some time off, but mainly attributed to work. Whereas if I tag along, I have to pay for a plane ticket, some food and anything else that needs paying for. So I took the opportunity and I went to Calgary and, oh, that's a beautiful place. Before I went over there, a friend of mine said, don't go moving there. I thought it was pretty funny. And then I got there and was driving around in our Jeep with the top off, and, oh, I was clapping like a seal. It was beautiful, phenomenal. And while my wife was in some meetings, I went for hikes, I took the Jeep out, I looked at trails, went to Canmore, Kananaskis, Banff, Calgary itself. It was an amazing experience. I wanted to tie that back in to the babysitting that I mentioned before. That day is fast approaching. And kids can be so just chaotic. Now, I do like my own dose of chaos now and then. So I figured if I go with the flow, good things can happen with that open mindset. In general, I think humans, we like our routine. But it's exciting to get outside of that zone. Like my first reaction to going to Calgary was, oh, I'll stay home. I'll take care of the house. I'll be responsible. But we let the grandparents take care of the dog. And off we went. And it was amazing. I don't regret it. Really phenomenal. We got some amazing photos as well. Kids, just as well, will take you out of your comfort zone. Once you set the ground rules for safety and order, order in the home, 
then I think it can be no holds bar because kids love to explore their surroundings. And I'm reminding myself that in this episode that especially with the upcoming babysitting, I have no idea what will happen. But I do know the kids will have some magical experiences and some insights that I've just been blinded to by age. Like, there's this Instagram account called at Zeth. So, at Z-E-T-H. You can also find them on YouTube. But he's, uh, I think, a 28-year-old father. And he's been documenting his experience with his relationship with his daughter. And I guarantee you, look it up. It's YouTube or Instagram at Zeth. You will smile. You will laugh. The conversations that happen between these two individuals, a grown man, father, and this young kid, they just take so many unexpected turns. And I think it's because of how quick kids can jump from one idea to the next. And the leaps that they make just to get from one idea to another, they don't always explain it, but by God, quick as a whip and sharp as a tack. In light of everything that I've experienced and going with the flow, I've come up with five aspects of why we should embrace the unexpected and also what to expect from the kids. So the first one is their imagination. Apparently, they often have, and I'm speaking from the one to three range, toddlers and maybe a little bit older than that, they often have these vivid imaginations and this love for pretend play. Think tea parties, hosting teddy bear picnics, or just simply playing make-believe with their toys. And because of this, I'm committing, and most of this list is me committing, I'm committing to embracing that creativity. And that means whatever they think of, I am an exuberant participant in their imaginative games. And, you know, hopefully I'll be able to contribute my own imagination. Maybe I'll include a marshmallow tree or a talking purple dinosaur. Number two is their humor is going to be innocent and pure. At age one to three, so I'm fully expecting a sense of humor that is just purely innocent, it's joyous, and something that I just have to go along with since they are the ones that are captaining the ship. What they say is going to be canon since they have the magic in their minds and keeping them happy is probably realistically the easiest way to get through the day. And they might make silly faces or make an unexpected joke that they'll laugh to, but it's also going to be an inside joke. I may not get it. My wife may not get it. The other kid may not get it. But at the end of the day, at least I can laugh along with them. And if it's not a joke, it's probably going to be a funny dance move that I will obviously think is the best thing since sliced bread and I will have to be taught, which then creates this nice bonding experience of them teaching me how to dance because even at my age, I still have no idea how to do it. So probably anything is an improvement. I think that'll just make their day. And I just have to appreciate that lightheartedness and take part in the whole adventure and share in their laughter. Number three is they have the whole world to discover. So really, they have this yearning, this built-in curiosity, and this urge to discover. And it's going to be an insatiable curiosity about the whole world, everything that they encounter. So I have to anticipate some sort of curveball question, like the classic, where do babies come from? 
if that one does come up, realistically, I think it's okay to say it's a conversation that they're going to have with their parents and sort of sidestep it in the best way possible because it is like mental gymnastics also. And for this specific example, I wouldn't want to make a big deal out of it um, or add any sort of stress to the conversation. So ideally that would get delivered in a maybe non-pompous manner, sort of casual, without much fuss, and hoping, just hoping, that the kids can move on instead of the classic why questions. Well, I think that's a conversation your parents are looking forward to having with you. Why? Well, I, I'm going to have to think about that before I answer you. Oh, look, there's a dog. Misdirection might work. Maybe it won't. But, you know, they are curious. And I'm expecting them to constantly be exploring and discovering. So maybe they will shift their attention naturally. They just have a short attention span as it is, right? Why not I just embrace that sense of wonder and encourage that exploration? I can also just discover along with them. We all have a pretty good idea of what the world is. But I challenge you to think about this. If you or if I try looking at something through a toddler's eyes for the first time or second or third, I guarantee that we can all discover something that we've never noticed before or never even thought of. So whether you're looking at a bug, which granted grosses some of us out, but why does it gross us out? They are a natural thing. The creepy crawlies, like it has this connotation to it. So if there's bugs in the garden, maybe rather than recoiling, think about, okay, what are they doing? Or if they're pointing out interesting shapes or colors. I'll just join them on that journey of discovery and, if I can, provide guidance when it's needed. Number four, and you know exactly what I'm about to talk about, is no filter. They can express themselves without any hesitation or self-consciousness. And it can be hurtful, but we have to take it with a grain of salt because they just don't mean ill. If they point out that you have a big nose, it's because you have a big nose. If they point out a booger in your nose, it's a booger in your nose. Or maybe if you have bad breath. End of the day, they're just pointing out facts, which culturally we sometimes shy away from. And wouldn't, I mean, with the exception of the nose, which we can't change, wouldn't it be nice to know if you had a booger? Or if you had bad breath to rectify that of your own accord? Along with those comments is sometimes they just spontaneously start singing or dancing. Or maybe they'll start telling a story. They just let their emotions flow freely, which really is beautiful because it's something that a lot of us have just lost touch with. So whatever happens, I'm going to encourage that self-expression and I'm going to participate alongside that self-expression if I have the courage to do that, which that is why I'm making this episode. I am going to try and do this 100% and just try and be the best dad possible, even though they're not my kids. I mean, it can be scary just letting loose. And sometimes, oftentimes as an adult, I just feel the need to be stoic a lot of the time. So whatever they're doing, I'm going to do it alongside them. Dancing, singing, uh, whatever these bizarre, unfamiliar young personalities do, I will let that inspire me to be a big kid as best that I can and have fun with them and build wonderful memories away from their parents and with a 
trusted set of family friends, my wife and myself. Number five, which is the last one, and honestly, the probably most heartwarming is simply their unconditional love. I think that kids have this incredible capacity for love and affection that sometimes we lose along the way to adulthood and have to refine. So having them shine the light on this is, it's healthy, I feel. And I think it ties in with their no filter because they'll often show these genuine moments of warmth that are either hugs or kisses or cuddles without any sort of reservation. And I challenge you to ask yourself, when's the last time that you did that? We just, we often don't just as adults, like maybe because subconsciously, I'll just throw out a theory. We did it once and we got rejected and it stuck because at a certain point it hurt too much and we didn't want to go through that pain because we were too invested in it. And that takes a lot of growth to come back from because you have to be very aware (laughs) while reflecting on all this. I will really have to cherish those moments and reciprocate that innocent affection if I'm fortunate enough to be trusted by them like that and let them know how much that they are appreciated and even loved and ultimately create a strong sense of security because that is one of the best things that we can do for kids. It's providing that sense of safety to explore the world around them and their own position in that world, which they're not going to find if they're not safe enough to be who they really already are. It's in them. They just have to find it. End of the day or beginning of the day, every kid's unique and their interests, their preferences and surprises will vary. Look at Bart and Lisa Simpson as a prime example. And the key to navigating the situation is to just be present. And I'm going to engage with them. I'm going to find the joy in their little moments of wonder, laughter, and simply love. With that, those are the five things that I'm going to be keeping in mind when babysitting. And let me know if you have any thoughts on this episode through at Help I'm a Dad podcast on Instagram. I really do appreciate the fact that you've taken some time to listen to this episode and spend some time with me. I will see you next week, and I hope you enjoyed. Much love.